thank you for joining me on another episode of Real Talk. I am your host, Denise Houghton. I have missed you all tremendously. However, other priorities took precedence, but I assure you, I'm back in full throttle. Today, I wanted to touch on the subject of pride. Pride is the ugliest sin that we can carry around in our hearts and not even be aware of it. It sometimes is so subtle and you are often fooled to believe that's just the way you are and it's okay until you receive greater revelation. Pride can be defined as an emotional response or attitude to something with an intimate connection to oneself due to its perceived value. So we might believe that our self-worth means taking pride in our achievements. For example, getting a promotion or buying a new house. But if value is tied to our accomplishments or self-image, it's built upon a fragile foundation. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong when we feel satisfaction in achieving goals But if we allow these things to define who we are, then we are setting up ourselves for unhappiness and misery in our lives. A more stable self-image is based upon validating, affirming, and valuing ourselves as we are. Self-worth means living with dignity and respect, which is set apart from acquiring things and accomplishments. If we're always focused on accomplishing, then we become fixated on external things for gratification. We never look at who we are. Dignity and respect for oneself can be a part of who we are regardless of successes and failures. Pride prevents us from acknowledging our human vulnerabilities. This shame-driven pride makes us too uncomfortable to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong, I made a mistake. We know we are wrong because our conscience eventually comes after us. However, it's after we've reflected on the foregone situation that we process and realize the other person's perspective. But because we are bound by pride, we are challenged to even apologize. Can you ever think of a time in your life when you were wrong or caused wrong? Did you readily apologize? If not, why didn't you? Pride. Because in our fleshly selves, it is easier to find justification as to our righteousness. You're always right. The other person thinks they're better than you, or smarter than you, or have more money than you, or drive a better car than you, or look better than you, and if they think they're going to get away with this, and I could go on and on. All of these thoughts and feelings are not from God. They are from the devil. And as a result, you are bound by the sin of pride and you are entrapped. Holding on to things in your heart, not forgiving and forgetting. Pride only sees self. There is no humility. Pride is considered one of the seven deadliest sins. We, including me, need to recognize this is a distraction and a trap from Satan 
to keep you bound so you live a miserable life. You are so distracted by your feelings and your emotions that you bleed yourself of any humility you may have. Pride is the heart of self and the heart of the flesh. The sin of pride is having a high or exalted attitude, the opposite of which is humility, which is the appropriate posture we ought to have first with God and then with others. According to John C. Maxwell, there are two kinds of pride, good pride and bad pride. Good pride presents our dignity and self-respect. Bad pride is the deadliest sin of superiority that wreaks conceit and arrogance. Pride is an exaggerated appreciation of oneself by devaluing others. A lot of us can relate to this. In Psychology Today, it states, Pride is often driven by poor self-worth and shame. We feel so badly about ourselves that we compensate by feeling superior. We look for others' flaws as a way to conceal our own. We relish criticizing others as a defense against recognizing our own shortcomings. Pride is a cancer of the soul. If left undiagnosed and untreated, it will destroy both physical and spiritual self. Humility is a virtue that ranks above ability. The Apostle Paul was given the ability to write two-thirds of the New Testament to keep him humble and to prevent him from boasting. When you become humble, you become more like Jesus and you gain that capacity to forgive just like how your Heavenly Father forgives you daily. We exhaust ability, but God exhausts humility. I hope from this short podcast you were able to recognize and identify some of the various aspects of this sin. We're all guilty of this ugly sin, the sin of pride. However, we can overcome by God's grace and mercy. Stay tuned for the next episode as we go over strategies to destroy pride in our lives. Thank you for listening and I hope this made an impact on someone today. No one needs to live in silence, and none of us is perfect. As always, I leave you with a passage of scripture for encouragement. 1 Peter 5 verse 5 states, Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Have a blessed day.